Hello and welcome to episode two of the Point 99 podcast, a running podcast dreamed up by runners for runners talking about, you guessed it, running. If you're new to running, we hope to have topics and discussions that will help you along whatever path your journey is taking. Or for seasoned runners listening, maybe some stories that will have you empathizing with our experience and predicaments. Whether it's lessons we've learned during our own journeys, embarrassing stories, or heartstring pulling moments, we hope you'll stick with us and have a laugh along the way, sharing good vibes, motivation, and positivity as we go. But you join not only me, Mr. Steve Runs, on this podcasting adventure, but also the London lad himself and my running pal, Runner Man Steve. Hello, mate. You alright? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, not not too bad. Um, ended this week yesterday because I've got ad work today, and so now I'm doing my usual Saturday evening ritual. It's all about balance because we're not professional athletes. So I've got a, a pint of beer on the go and the podcast. I've got the football on TV, so. <sighs> I, I, I will be Living joining you. I will be joining. Just whiskey and um, non-alcoholic beer for me. <laughs> a, a weird combination, I know. Yeah, just a bit, but make whatever you enjoy, what you enjoy in life, right? Exactly. As you say, they say moderation and and and, and uh, having the good things in life. I weighed myself just the other day, and I'm not I'm not in, into my weight normally, so I normally give it like um, give it a wide berth. But I've been so surprised at my actual weight just now, and I've been I've been gorging myself like a pig recently, just on donuts and all the all the kind of things that you shouldn't necessarily have too much of. And I'm so surprised at how light I'm getting. It's weird, isn't it? I've never been one to. In fact, to be fair, when I was younger, I was obsessed with trying to get bigger because I was naturally slim. But I guess it's that that thing where if you if you're wanting something so much. And you're trying to get there. It's almost like you do too much, and you get lost. You like make people weigh themselves too often when they're not supposed to, and they don't allow themselves to have something to make them happy because they think, "Oh, I can't do this because of X, Y, and Z." So, similarly with weight, myself at the moment, I'm always conscious. I always get levelled at me. Oh, you need to, you know, eat more because you're doing more run. You're going to lose too much weight. You're losing too much weight in your face, and so on, so forth. But I'm actually managed to maintain, so I know I'm in a good place at the moment. So I am, you know, I'm I'm a slim chap, you know, tall, slim, um, but within the realms of health. So yeah, that's I, I get awesome, what you mean, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, now yeah, I've got to be healthy, but I'm get, I get the exact same thing. I've I've recently changed jobs, um, and every day I go into the office, the the two women I work with, it's either you look tired or you look thin, and I'm like, I can't really win. No, no, you can't. You can't really win. I, I went, I've done a training course at work um, this week, three days worth of like basically a refreshing course. You definitely buy regulation, you've got to do it yearly. And I saw someone I've not seen for a while. She went, Are oh, you doing marathon again? I went, Yeah, she went, you really look gaunt in the face. I went, Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? Um, oh. Thanks for that. Or one person would say, You are losing a lot of weight. I said, You can't say that. She went, Why can't I? said, If, if I said you're eating too much, you're getting too fat, you'd get offended, wouldn't you? So yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't uh, say it. it. But, it, but it, in, in Jeff, I used to get really bothered by it. And even as recent as about, maybe, I think during the summer last year, I've done a post about it, about um, people making comments they think it's acceptable because you're slim. Well, we have feelings too, people. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. And I, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. But you're right. It's, it's, as long as we have, have a balanced week and we're happy and we're, we're, we're being 
healthy within the realms of what healthy should be that doesn't really matter does it no absolutely and listen um i i had like little thoughts in my last and we'll go through it after through my um last marathon i was like oh i wonder if i cut if i cut this out and and that and, and the other and the other i wonder how fast i could go and and someone messed with me going yeah but you need to live life we're not you know we're not like Elliot Kipchoge, who gets literally gets paid to, to run, <laughs> at, run, eat, and sleep. We are, we're not, uh, we're not, we are not that. So you, you have to. So yeah, Saturday evenings. Um, I look forward to it. The training for the week is done. I've got no running on Sunday. It's an easy effort on Monday. So you, you have a couple of beers, and it's the only time of the week that I'll have a couple of beers. The rest of Monday, Sunday through to, to um, Friday, I don't have anything at all. So it's yeah, balanced. Same, same Fridays, Fridays, and possibly saturdays but not not most saturdays just every other yeah i'm the same that's the only time i drink I, it's not that it's not that i, I don't necessarily don't want to have a have a glass of wine or a beer during the week but yeah moderation got to got to look forward to the finer things in life at the the best of the times where you yeah that's it mate it's all about treating yourself at the end you've got through another week of training which is never easy you know even deload weeks as you know this week's been a, a deload week it'd be easier but you you feel you start feeling a few aches here and there uh, through less usage don't you and heavier gym sessions so yes, yeah exactly. it's, it's it's all it's all good it's what we do it for um, i mean that's uh, a good that's a good time though actually you, it, it kind of um goes goes nicely into what we were going to be talking about today um where you're talking about deload week so yes we hinted at it in the last episode our first episode it was uh, well, what I thought was a little bit chaotic and did tangential, uh, but it seemed to resonate with with quite a few people. Um, got some really good comments. So I don't know if you heard very much from from any of your followers or anything, but uh, yeah, generally um, speaking, episode one went well, and I think a lot of people are looking forward to what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So um, I had a couple of people say, "Oh my god, I didn't use doing the podcast." I was like, "Where have you been?" Um, uh, but they said, yeah, we, I'm going to list. I'm going to give it a listen. Um, so there's there's one chap. Um, his name uh, on Instagram is is Cole's Running. Uh, good good chap. And I you, I usually watch his YouTube videos because he does them every week. He's actually doing he's doing London as well. So it's good to to bounce off each other. And he said, oh, I'll listen to it. I'll give you a shout. And he actually I said I do apologise if, if it seems somewhat chaotic. It's the first episode. We'll we'll it'll get freshened up at some point and it would be more of a flow to it it's like no no i want <laughs> chaos like, is I... good it gives them people to it gives no, people stuff to and, focus and on Steve, that's what he said to me he goes i prefer the unpolished version of genuine conversation rather than just the what you think would be marketable for people oh let me get in like, you know companies to get in invested in it. that's not what we do it for we just two blokes having a chat about running if people like it fantastic let us know yeah, I, I I was I was listening to, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mention another podcast here uh, because I should mention two because I listened to two other running podcasts, and the guys are being really nice. They shouted us out, um, not only in a live stream they were doing on Instagram, but also they're 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 gonna get they're gonna well they said I haven't done it yet. I've got to give them a thirty second advert, and they're gonna stick it in their next show. But it's the the what the fart like guys, um, the what the fart like podcast, and their their whole. Uh, balance of natural banter between them because they all know each other they're often around about the same sort of area and their banter is second to none they're just so natural but it's not like it's not scripted or forced and then they have a segment where they talk to an influential 
uh, or inspirational member of the community. And it is a little bit it's scripted because it kind of has to be to get an interview style done. But it's a, it's a really nice balance. And that's what I like about it because it is it's got the natural elements and it's also got the right proper, proper discussion with someone here. Um, and it's on a set topic. So it's really good balance. Yes, they're, they're, that's the sort of the sort of podcast I like listening to. And there are so many good podcasts out there. So many good ones, but I tend I tend not to really tune into the ones where you've got say the super the super 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 runners because I don't feel like I can relate to what they're talking about. There's a, maybe a couple bits here and there that might be the same, but I like relatable relatable things. So yeah, you mentioned what the fart like I've, I've listened to one. I do, but I'm gonna listen to more. Um, <laughs> I do, <laughs> um, but I saw they were they were very kind enough to do that. I thought you, you sent it to me. I did miss it because I try, I try not to spend as much time on on Instagram this week. It's sort of fouled, but I, I was trying. Um, but then there's normally for my long runs, I'll mention one because they come off they come across the same way as well is natural and just taking the mick out of each other. Is um, I listen to forty runs, so I listen to the forty runs podcast, and they're exactly the same. They're ribbing each other. There's, they come on, we're going to talk about this. And then about 10, 15 minutes later into the show, they've not even mentioned it because they're <laughs> too busy taking a mick out of each other. And it's natural and it's what we are doing. So it's not like we're doing it to be that, but we're doing our own version of it. So, yeah, if, if chaos is what you like, then you're at the right place. Well, that's it just because there's so many. And 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 this other, the other podcast, the Press Play and Run podcast, brand new as well. Uh, Ryan's just released his second episode and he's announced his third. And he gave us the he gave us the tip to use what we're using today is Zoom because our first episode we used what well, what did we use the first one was it Instagram chat wasn't it and it, it was just a recording and because Zoom has different things that it can do that I didn't know about and I I love my technology but Ryan gave us the hint to kind of use this um, but yeah Ryan's Ryan also does he's a, he's a single host but he has guests on much the kind of same as the what the fartlet guys but so far his guests have been people that he actually knows so he's got that element of it's an it's a natural interview uh because he's, he's he knows and he's met the people before and i think i, I think anything organic like that is pretty cool uh, it needs to have it, it can't be too too serious and so far anything i listen to there's they're serious but they're not like super serious they're they just they're just getting what they're wanting done and having a good time while doing it and that's the main thing that's that's the main thing a bit like what i said last week or uh, on the last episode sorry um i think it was last week we recorded wasn't yeah, it? yeah we say like last that? week yeah because yeah yeah because I was, I was trying to work out when did we record it um so yeah it's um if you've got to enjoy what you do and i, w- I particularly wouldn't enjoy having to stick word to word to a script because it's just robotic so yeah i much prefer this way i and we'll be honest here for the listeners anyone listening we're recording the day after episode one came out and it's only because I am selfishly going on holiday and we need to bank we need to bank a few episode recordings in. So we're trying to squeeze them in before I go on holiday so we can line them up while I'm away. So I can be lying on a beach just responding to Instagram posts. <laughs> just yeah, out there in a nice hot country whilst I'm in the miserable weather. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You Have can a- go and see what the sun looks like. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly. The mythical object that uh, that we don't see that much of, and when we do see, everyone seems to complain. <laughs> but yeah, we we touched on just there what we were going to do, what we're going to talk about, and uh, so today's episode, uh, which we mentioned in episode one, we're going to talk about training blocks for marathons uh, because Steve is on his marathon training block at the moment for the uh, up and coming London Marathon. And we're also going to touch on how we got on with his London Marathon in October. We're going to see what time goes. Uh, if we've got time, we'll then start looking at how my marathons went. If not, we'll just cover it next time. It gives us a, a third episode to look at. Um, but yeah, so we, we have got everything crossed that we're resonating with the community. And so far, it's it, so far, it seems so good. To, yeah, so far so good. It's it's um, it's getting good feedback. So between now and when uh, the this episode goes out, which will be totally professional here, not clicking a calendar at all. So if we're by well, week, got more like, clue than I do. <laughs> uh, no, it'll be the tenth. So this will, this will be going out on the tenth uh, if it's bi-weekly. So our third uh, our. So what you're saying is. Don't listen to an attempt. Save it for your <laughs> Valentine's night date. Fantastic, <laughs> yeah, babe. Don't worry. Don't worry, babe. We're going to listen to the podcast. Oh, I know you're, I know you're no, excited. Don't, don't. <laughs> I've, I, I've, anything I've recommended recently for getaways, it's been... I, I said to my wife, do you fancy going to Bristol? And her response straight away was, uh, what running event's on? And it's the Great Bristol Run. I'm like... I, I'm getting ribbed just now by her because every time I mention a running event, it's like, oh, we're not going for a romantic reason, are we? We're going for a running event. No, Bristol's got a beautiful place. Yeah. It's romance isn't dead. <laughs> Steve says, listen to it on Valentine's or listen to it on a long run because the way we're going, it's going to be a long run. Um, but the third episode will will come out on the 24th. I was going to say likely come out on the 24th. It will come out on the 24th. Uh, and then the fourth episode it will be the 10th. So yeah, going forward, bi-weekly. Um, now that we have more idea of, of, of what we're doing. Well, I see one episode down now. More idea of what we're doing. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, um, where are we going? Where am I going? We're going to ask you a <laughs> question, aren't we? I'm going to ask. Yeah, yeah, we're going to ask you a question. So, what are we talking about? We're talking about training, uh, training blocks first to begin with. So, with the marathon training well underway for many of those running, many of those in the running community, tongue tied already, um, who have signed up for spring marathons, much as such as London and Manchester. We thought we'd kick things off by discussing. This man, Runnerman Steve's very own 16-week training block as he chases down his second London Marathon medal. Now, it's only been seven months since October. It's going to be seven months between the two. Yes. How's, it, how's it feeling? Um, do you know what? Um, the fact that they announced it was going to be in April and the ballot was opening before 2022's event was happening i think they i think they released that they done the ballot i believe a couple of days before it and then i think it lasted about a week and then closed it it's almost like that you still got that adrenaline pumping through your body i think i was like oh, i'm not gonna do another charity one i didn't get a ballot place i went i'm doing a charity one i'm doing it. i lied i lied <laughs> i lied i'm doing a charity one um so i'm running it for for a well child 
So a, a, a great charity. I wanted to do it for a child's charity. Yeah. Um, based on the fact, you know, I've got a daughter. She's four years old, and and thankfully she's very healthy. But I know not everyone has the same the same fortune in life. So I want to try and do something to to um, to make a difference. And I can't make a difference in my vocation because it doesn't do what I need it to do. So this is my other way of, of doing that. So yeah, I I do feel like I've just come out of training had Christmas, I was sick over that period, and then straight back into into training. But there, there's been big differences, and I'm only in week four, um, and we'll go into that as we get, get through this point. But, yeah, it does it does feel surreal that I've gone from not doing a marathon to I'm going to do London twice in yeah, under three quarters of a year. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And getting into London is hard enough as it is. Uh, and all all the charity spots, all charities that are, are part of London are all super worthwhile. Super it's something worthwhile. that I looked at, but obviously it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to, to come up with. So it kind of, it's not that it put me off it, but I have other marathon, uh, other marathons to, to worry about at the moment. So it was one that personally I would love to do, but it's, I'll I tell could you what, this just now. Yeah, it's one of those ones where, it's just it's insane you can't explain how insane the day is literally from mile one through to 26.2 the streets were lined it was noisy i think it was a first marathon um post covid where it was completely just no rules anywhere at all it's just everyone go uh it was and everyone 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 showed up i think that's gonna be the same for tokyo I think it's in March, isn't it? Tokyo is in March. There's Tokyo been... is in is around about March, That's, and it's it's really yeah. odd in Japan because they were locked down for so long, and it's only been fairly recently they, they've 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 well, become a little bit more lenient on their their rules. Yeah, but they they are, and they're and they're not. So obviously, they there are certain rules that they have through 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 to culture and whatnot. So uh, what a lot of international runners are going to have to read up and look out on because you don't want to get arrested for something yeah, silly exactly. that you don't think is nothing. So yeah, I guess it's going to other cult- countries and respecting their culture and just have a good time running it. But um, yeah, London's definitely one of those ones where you, ha- you have to experience it. It's insane. Now, I think for anyone that's anyone that's run the the big six or are is in the in the process of running them, the the common sort of answer is that London is the best in, re- in when we're talking about atmosphere and then closely followed by your American sort of and some of the Europeans. But it kind of doesn't surprise me that London is is one of the better atmospheres because it's, it's just g- generally speaking, when you go to London, it's got a really nice atmosphere anyway. As a, oh, as, as a visitor, not as a local like you are. <laughs> Depends when you when you turn up. Yeah, <laughs> but I know it's it's, it's 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 like if you were to come to the Highlands, you will see. I'm speaking for you here. You likely see more of a beauty to it than I do, and I love I love where I live, and I love the beauty of it. But you've become a little bit numb to your yeah. area. So when I come to London, I I love buildings. I'm love. I'm in architecture anyway. Uh, is, is my line of my line of training and line of work and i love london i love the atmosphere the, 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 the hustle and bustle and i love the buildings 
sort yeah, I think from that you, perspective. I think you once, I once put up a post for a run and you messed me go, that's really nice, but what's that building behind you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that Steve is a sewage building, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice looking sewage building. It's uh, better than the ones we've got. Um, but just use now. You've mentioned uh, you're four weeks into your training block. How's the first four weeks gone? Have you uh, Did you hit the ground running in respect of did you work your way into it gently or did you take the lessons you learned from your training and kind of just go, you know what, I'm going to hit a little bit harder here, but work my way into the tougher weeks with more of a, a steady, a steady increase instead of a, a mountain to climb. Um, so with, with London in mind, I thought to myself that I would aim to get a, uh, to do a half marathon plan. Um, and to have that half marathon, there, I think there was one taking place through run-through events about, I think it was the 18th of December. And um, the idea was do the half marathon, you know, go out and race it, try and beat my personal best, and then have two or three weeks for Christmas and New Year, January 2nd, start training for London Marathon. You'd have a really good base there. So each week I was sort of, going up in the stages of total mileage by not going over more than sort of 10% increase a week, roughly. Um, so the body doesn't get overloaded. And then I got hit by this mystery bug that everyone got over Christmas, yeah. which by the way, I'm convinced was COVID, but it just weren't as deadly. So they weren't telling no one, but that's a different story. Because <laughs> um, this was awful. Steve, I kid you not. I felt dreadful. It was worse than when I, had covid because covid was a breed compared to that it just hit it knocked me for six <clears throat> i was I had to go yeah, yeah I, I know a lot of a lot of people had a, a similar sort of bug over christmas and new year and they say it was flu i personally i, I didn't get it in touch with um i my, my health's been pretty good uh recently but i think because we've all been wearing masks our immune system's been down so when we do get hit with something and it could have been the flu for you it just absolutely floors you oh Floored me, weren't the word. I had to go to about seven different pharmacists just to get some antibiotics. It was Jeez. it was chaos, chaos. So yeah. Anyway, I um um I do all my training through through runner, and we'll go. We'll, I'm sure we'll touch on that as we. That was actually going to be my second question. You yeah. You, so, you, did you use runner for the first marathon? I, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, you did. So you did. Okay. Runner runner got in touch with me. Um, trying to mentally work it out now um i was training for london landmarks and i think it was after that towards the end of that slash after that they got in touch uh, about chest and testing their app and uh, back then it was actually called run buddy um so it was called run buddy and they rebranded to runner um by the way you know i am an affiliate with them they're a fantastic fantastic app they're ridiculously good. Their training's really good, and I get on with it. So I'm sticking with runner. There are also very, very good plans out there that you don't have to pay for. But I feel this is more tailored to what I want to achieve. Yeah, it's just um, more. It's, it's t and this is this is discussion is uh, is on what what you're doing as well, though, and 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 your London. So um, I use I I use a different program. I use the Strava um, Strava tri uh, training program. So. But this is this is about you and and how you getting on with runner. So no, no, it's there's yeah. something for everyone. Absolutely. So runner are are super good. They're run by very good people who know what they are doing. So I've been using using them again. So you 
you're popped in with details. This is what I want to achieve. And it's, I believe, so here's my thought is when you start a plan, you need to put in the level you are at currently, where your fitness level is at now, but then a little bit into it. So a little bit into the plan where you hope to be. I would never input to say, okay, I want to run this ridiculous goal mm. because your body might not be able, you might not be asked to it. We, 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 as humans, we don't like to admit, but there are limits to what we can do. Yeah. And sadly, there was a, a, a chap that didn't make it to the end of the London Marathon. Yeah, I, I think remember he was that. With, yeah. I think he was with the sub three groups. Now, sub three is an, ins- to me, is a ridiculous, ridiculous pace to keep up for the whole lot um and it's i'm not saying it was what done it is working too hard but i have seen people just blow themselves out and i saw it in 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 person and they don't make it to the end so you've got to be realistic about your goal there's no there's no issue with having ambition but the ambition's got to be realistic we see it in corporate world all the time your targets have got to be realistic you know, you're not going to say, oh, we're, this week or this month, sorry, you're going to have zero accidents in the workplace, but you work in a factory. Human factor is going to do something to you. So you've got to be very realistic with what you want to achieve. And then if you want to push some more, you've got to start having a conversation of what do I want to, what am I going to give up? Not give up, but what am I going to sacrifice to get that goal? Um and there is one person that I listen to, and I listen to them quite regularly. I listen, I don't know about you, Steve, but I'll listen to some podcasts over and over again because they they hit the spot when you need it. So there was one, um, I think it was uh, a runner's life. I, th- I think that might be a name. I might I might have butchered that name. Um, to be honest, yeah. But there was a, a chap that I followed on the back of that called uh, Blair Wilson. Uh, I think it's Blair Runs Online. And I, I might butcher this fr- this saying as well, but he said, um, you know, doing the thing you said you would do, but when the feeling you had when you said it has gone away. So we all say things, we're giddy, giddy, giddy. You know, it's like buying a lottery ticket. Oh, I'm going to win. I'm going to buy a car, going to buy a house. It never happens. The feeling goes away. But <laughs> do, do, do you mean like the, the saying that we say, we're signing up for a marathon. This is going to be amazing. And then you're running the marathon. You go... Why did I send up for this marathon? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's that feeling will disappear during your training, and then oh, you're going to work solely on on discipline. So, yeah, I'm with Runner, fantastic app, and it's really funny actually. As it was getting closer and closer to starting uh, on January second, my app, my affiliation, it came up saying, "Oh, your ex- your subscription's expired. Got to renew." Blah blah blah. So I sent a message. And say, look, it's come up this. We still call, we still working. I need to know because otherwise I've got to sort my plan out. And I think because of the Christmas and New Year period, they didn't really get back to me in time. So I actually, and this is a proof in how good they are, I just signed up to pay $15.99 a month. And I thought, I'm just going to use them because I know that they're that good. We yeah. got it back in touch. Sorry about that, mate. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's all good. But yeah, I'm using Runner. Super easy. They've now put on your strength and conditioning workouts with a a write-up and a YouTube tutorial by, done by them for every single movement, every single session, and they map it out for you. So all you've got to do is go, what I've got today, syncs with your Garmin, mate, it's beautiful, I love it. I absolutely love it. That's pretty That's pretty sound because I, I had um, Coach Matthew from 
is Strive. He was a local coach that I, I think I don't I can't remember whether we touched on that in episode one, but yeah, I had a, I had a personal trainer for a while, and he would put stuff on my plan like do such and such a Bulgarian variant of such and such, and I'm like, wait, what? I have no idea what that is, and I had to go and look it up every time there was a new a new exercise came in because it was it was done remotely. He was local, but everything was done remotely. That was the that was the perk of the personal training. So that's, that's pretty cool that that Run have built this into into their app that you don't have to do that level of legwork. They 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 put it all in one place for you. That's, that sounds really user friendly. It's it is super user friendly, um, and so it's the one of the co-founders. He does it. His name's Ben, um, and it helps when they've got an absolute passion. So then, what got the passion just to make loads of money and be successful? But they want people moving properly, uh, and it shows in their in their content. It really does, and I think they've just, they've literally as well. They've they, and it goes to show they've just. Um, I don't know if you if you would have seen it. I shared it in my stories. They've just uh, become the official official training partner of so many big events across the UK. So many big events. So they're getting their 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 due. And so it's it's been nice to be part of the journey and sharing them out there. But they've they got me through London, and they're getting me through London again, but only much a much stronger version. Touching because we, we you kind of you kind of dodged dodged around it though. So you mentioned about the inputting the, the the data into the app. So what have you done this time? So last time you would have put in, you would have put in a, a set amount of of data. So for this time round, have you just manipulated that data slightly more because you've increased your your fitness level and your ability, or are you are you starting uh, just keeping it level and just saying you know what? I'm I'm heading for because you want a sub four marathon. I th- am I right in thinking? Um, I'm actually going to try and 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 hit around about the three thirty to a three forty five marker. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's where I'm sort of going with it. Um. I I this time I'm going to use the services of the the paces. So I'm going to set off with the. Free, the plan is to set off with the 345s and then if I feel okay, try and push on a little bit. If not, fall back into the 345s. Either way, we're going to PB. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, you, you know what to expect now, which is, is something we'll come yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So the, app, the app's so helping it, you balance that, that quite well, yeah? Yeah. So so with the data, so what they, what they do, you get to begin the plan and they say to you, uh, they, they ask you, okay, you put down the an estimated time of a distance. So it could be your 5K, your 10K, your half marathon. But I didn't put my personal best on there because I wasn't in personal best condition. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, so that makes perfect put, sense. So I put down, um, okay, my 5K, uh, 22.30. Because I knew I could go out and do 22.30 now and be okay. But I didn't think I'd be able to go out and beat a 21 12 because i didn't feel in in that shape i've just come off the back of not feeling very well i didn't know how the body was going to react to going from not training for two two and a half weeks then basically going into a sensible approach because yeah you don't you don't want to go put your prime time out if that makes any sense you you want to go level-headed yeah let's 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 use some sense here Absolutely. And, you know, and like I said, adding in the strength and conditioning. So a dedicated day where I just go to the gym and I do 
my strength and conditioning, the stretching, the recovery. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling a lot stronger for it. I, my pace is much quicker and it's I'm being able to sustain it to the point where I'm finding it very, very comfortable to run at a quicker pace than what I was trying to aim for the first time around. But again, that's all about experience and lessons learned. The, the, the strength condition is, is really, really helping. I know everyone bangs on about it. All my biggest mistake was strength condition. It's, it's, it's so, so true. It's invaluable. Invaluable. That's, yeah, strength and conditioning certainly has, has, has helped me a lot. And I, mine's, has, mine's has dropped off a lot recently. But I know that you do these, and it's only something I've, I've started doing recently, but fartlek sessions, um, easy sessions. I always did easy sessions, but... My easy sessions were only a little bit slower than my normal sessions. So, so they weren't necessarily easy, were they? easy sessions. No, exactly. Right. They're um, almost like junk miles. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's, it's just it's just a case of going out and then you think, why do why do we not why am I not getting quicker or why do I feel equally as rubbish of it as I would if I did a, my normal effort? But fartlek sessions, strength and conditioning, all these other sessions you can do that are I would imagine are built into the run app because they're definitely built into the Strava written app. Um they help so much in decreasing your, your pace and how comfortable you are over over those distances and durations. Yeah, so they don't they won't write it. So in the title, it always say, you know, Tuesday is tempo, Thursday is threshold and it's sort of broken down and you can tell which one is what you're doing. So last week I was doing pyramid in- intervals. The week before I was doing something that was basically fartlek, but you never really see it saying fartlek as such, but you know what it what yeah. it is yeah. um I, I, they sort of that's how it sort of works out in there but you'd always get like a nice warm-up so take it a comfortable pace then hit the paces then you do a nice cool down so you're still getting that easy element into there but you're, you're putting yourself through that workout so you're getting good miles out of it but you're getting good pace pace out of it as well are they giving you distances to work to or is it just duration? Because Strava, again, they'll say to you, do a tempo session for 45 minutes to an hour or do a long run effort between an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, no, so it'll be distance. So, so you're working to distance, okay. All my, all my things, there is a total distance there, whether it's um, doing in broken intervals and by the end of it, you're going to do X amount of miles. Um or or just yeah in, just in general so the other week like, I, like the other day so like i said it was like 2.6 miles at x pace 60 seconds rest and so on and so forth so it actually went from sorry it went from point one up to point six so point one two five three five five six and then back down so up and down again at paces and then cool down um so sort of it's, they're, they're built in workouts they're built in workouts and they tell you and the best thing about it i love is previously i had a samsung gear watch and they're not that great around uh running and it's difficult but with a garmin watch it syncs up with your watch so it syncs my watch my watch syncs with the calendar i'll press the button to say start a run and it'll go it's tuesday you're doing tempos it's 6.4 miles let's go and it will buzz and it will buzz and tell me you're going too fast you're going too slow now that sounds quite similar to there was a set of headphones i looked at kickstarting they were very similar to the shocks they were bone conductors and they had a personal trainer that sounds like 
the same sort of idea that runner was and it would they would buzz you through through your ears that you were going too fast and that the, the ai would say to you you're going too fast you're going too slow and they would mm. just try and encourage you as it was they not only were they like 200 quid but then they, they wanted a subscription of like 30 quid a month for it so they were out of my range it was just it just seemed a bit strange that they were wanting quite a lot of money on top of a lot of money so runner that sounds like it could actually be a good shout have it on the phone have it on the watch and it'll keep you keep you going at what you've put in maybe that's too fast for some people maybe it's too slow but keeps you keeps you going keeps you accountable and keeps you moving yeah and you know like i said you're true to yourself what sort of what sort of fitness am i in um and then do the strength and conditioning and the rest of it will follow uh so my my goal is this year as well i do want to hit a 5k in sub 20 like i'm determined that i'm going to hit it they've got plans for that so i know i can get there but i've done a park run you know only three weeks into my marathon plan that had been going so well that i managed to push out the personal best at park run at 2107 and it felt comfortable um so it's just repetitiveness and if i ever have a race or i just want to do just a general plan it's always going to be them so to answer i know it's a long way going around it but yeah runner, <laughs> yeah, I do, runner is and it's well it's not an advert for runner i'm just saying the honest opinion is they're really great and i was willing to pay for it when i thought that it weren't going to get on in time for london marathon training start i mean anyone listening is they, they, they hopefully we're, we're happy to talk about products and but i don't use it but you do so it's not really yeah. an advert it's it's a, it's a, it's an honest it's an honest take i'd say um but it's 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 interesting. It's maybe something I might look at. Not to say I will look at, but it's maybe something I might look at going I forward. Did use, you know, I did use for London landmarks. I use a London landmarks half marathon free plan that they had on their websites, and I didn't really get on with it because it was so so generic. It's like one for all, but it doesn't really work that way. At least with certain apps on your mobile, you can just you know adjust it to what you are and you can change a plan halfway through it and it won't say you know you've <laughs> been like the old days if you didn't save the stuff on the playstation <laughs> memory card it just disappears it doesn't just it's still there the miles are still banked it just adjusts your mileage and the the, the pressure and pace will put for yourself nice um moving then kind of swiftly towards your your work fitness balance in comparison to how you got on first time to how you're getting on with this current training block certainly your ability has gone up between the first marathon and the second marathon anyone that watches your uh, your your feed will will see that your your ability is is exponentially higher than your first level that's i think that's a positive thing it's that sounds like it could be a backhanded compliment but it's meant as a, <laughs> as a compliment well you were a bit crap before mike <laughs> <laughs> we all are we all are but uh how are you finding the work fitness balance uh, you managing to juggle your 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 time working as well as being uh, a father and husband as well with having more full-on training i would say compared to what you were doing the first time yes and what i will say is this for the background noise my daughter <laughs> singing a song and putting their bluey toys everywhere <laughs> perfect timing <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i told you guys chaos um 
Uh, but yeah, it's 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 great. It's better this time round uh, because it's easier. I can. I think there's no secret in what's happening. Is my daughter the first time round was going to a preschool half eight in the morning to half eleven in the uh, morning. So so I do three hours. So I do my work. I be at work from like four thirty in the morning till about half one. And I was very conscious that my, my hello, what are you doing? Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. It's cool. She's following me around with a bluey toys. Um, yeah. So I would feel guilty that my my wife would not only be waking up at the crack of dawn at half past three in the morning because I'm going to work. Um, so she's sort of awake anyway because now she's like, I'm the only parent on guard. Um, and then dropping her off to a preschool and picking her up all before I've even finished my shift. And then we say, right now, I'm going to come home after a nine hour shift. Going to get dressed. Stop walking around. I'm sorry. Um, well, you know, uh, and then, you know, I feel guilty about doing my nine and a half hour shift, knowing that my wife has got up at half past three. Well, I've woke up at half past three in the morning because I'm going to go to work. Uh, and then, she, you know, she's only had three hours to herself and she's since pick me door up from from the preschool and i'm saying now i'm going to go out for a for a run so i did lose a lot of runs in that sense during the marathon plan last time my daughter this time around is in in nursery all day from like sort of half eight to half three roughly so i would finish work at one one thirty and i've got an hour and a half just to go and to get my run in so i've not missed a single run yet in four weeks so consistency has been there because improving consistency because of the change of circumstances because of the change of circumstance absolutely so i mainly work early i actually i only work early because i always swap my late shifts other colleagues want the late shifts because they detest early so don't blame <laughs> you you have half past three in the morning but i'm fortuitous i i live about two miles away from my place of work so it's jumping the car drive 10 minutes and i'm i'm in the front door um so on average yeah i get about five hours sleep a night uh, and I still manage to, to do what I do. So personal circumstances means I can be more consistent, and it showed in the training. So it's, it's it has it's improved from the first time round. But yeah, as you say, it's 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 certainly to me looking at your feed, there are massive improvements. But you're look you're actually you are looking happier if you look back at some of your your stories. I think we all get that way because your 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 work schedule and your your family schedule you were looking tired now we've already touched on that we can't say that but you are looking happier you're looking you're looking more energetic and you just look like you're having more fun with it this time yeah i am and there's also an element of of work being better as well they'll get involved in more projects so i'm not always in the operation as such um of of the lovely folk of aviation um so yeah <laughs> can be a nightmare sometimes um so yes it's it's all good it's all good i am feeling the better place i'm feeling stronger um and yeah it's just a general boost from other people as well the boost from other people they they, they give you, you get a message from someone that you've never met and they say oh, i'm so proud of you i'm so happy what you're doing i'm so this i'm so that and it's uh it helps it, it does help when you feel you feel like you're doing something worthwhile it's not just you talking to a camera and no one's seeing it you yeah. don't do it for like but it, it helps yeah yeah well, 
I don't do it so much anymore, but certainly talking to the camera, it's talking, you're not talking to to, to, to nobody. You're, you're effectively talking to yourself, but you're also talking to an audience. So it, it helps. It helped me at the time when I was doing it um, to, to, to share how things are going. Uh, and certainly I, I enjoy seeing how your training is going. And it, it certainly looks like it's getting, um, it's getting it off of your your chest as well of I'm really happy with this one or not so happy with this one. Yeah, absolutely. And I do I do feel bad a bit sometimes when I see you always come across like you're not grateful that you'd be able to do this like ridiculously good pace. People are like, oh, I'd kill to do that. I know it's all relative, but we all have issues where we go, no, that worked good. I hated that. That was no good. And I've made an effort. Uh, um, a point I bought, I bought a notebook an a5 notebook and i've been writing down um my run uh each time so week one run three and i can just flick through it so i'm not always just looking at my phone to compare you know go on garmin flick through try and find the run i've got it written down how did it feel what was the average heart rate okay last week's average heart rate on easy run was 148 but this week it was 140 what was the difference is it just yeah. fitness and it's just comparing that way and not having to flick through the phone all the time to find the run, you know? Opposed, so, to, opposed to like trying to find out the Strava as well. You've got a few notes there by sounds of it. You've got, it's almost like a little run diary of you did the distance, you did the time, here's the vital stats, but also how did it actually feel? Because sometimes your heart rate can be going through the roof, but you could be really enjoying it and circumstances you might have a little bit of a bug that you don't know about your heart rates maybe up a little bit but if you don't write down the notes you don't actually know how that run was no absolutely and that's that's what's helped me as well i get home and i basically write it down it's like you've just done an information dump very short uh just for example um week week three run one 6.8 easy plan was to do such and such and then i just say that's that do you know that makes sense so yeah so i've been writing down um my runs on uh, on a notebook just to compare as i said compare everything and you don't you're not just it's not just junk well it's not junk but it's not you know all your average pace was it's not just the headline you get more in the body it's you know, not robotic in- yeah it's, it's it's again we're talking about organic and natural it's it's yeah. it's your thoughts and feelings on how the run was it's not just here is the statistics of what your watch has picked up yeah i'm um, i mean even example i've written strength and condition session all the deadlifts i'm going to feel <laughs> this tomorrow <laughs> and, and i did i did but i want to get it written down the moment that I, I get home, or if I know I'm not going to get home, I'll write it on notes on my phone. I want to get what I feel in its rawest state rather than looking back on it. I want I want it to be at its most honest answer. Yeah, you don't want a rose-tinted version. Um, yeah. So before we move on to how your first marathon went, because we've touched on it through how this training block's been going, and I think... I think anyone listening can tell it's been it's been going really well for you. Uh, to me, it sounds like you're having a blast, and and that's really good to hear. And it's especially good because I I know from having had marathon experience myself, uh, albeit just the two as well, you do you do naturally feel more comfortable with your training. It's not so alien. So 
again, looking back on how the training went for the first marathon, uh, other than like generally uh, your your ability and, and your fitness level and kind of generally levels of preparedness, what would you say is the singular or couple of, of things you, you might be finding more difficult, if any? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I find more. I always find the nutrition side of it difficult. I can't lie. Um, you know, I'm not on a on a on a strict strict diet. You know, but uh, it's trying to get food in as much as you can. I mean, I was absolutely absolutely starving at work today. I was like, this is criminal it's six in the morning what's going on it just makes me so much i feel so much more hungrier and maybe that's because i'm hitting more runs. You, well that's it your body's working so much harder now than yeah than it might necessarily and been in the first time around it, it's it's that point and i i've i've been actively taking more protein shakes after runs so not as a substitute but as a supplement um trying to get the thing i'm i'm eating when my daughter eats food then after when she goes to bed i'm eating food again and it's just trying to get that stuff in the body to give me the energy to hit the run and sometimes i'd look at the cooker look at the oven i, I can't be bothered i just cannot be bothered i look at it you know what i'm not thinking about how good the food's gonna taste like oh yeah but i'm gonna have to wash it up i'm gonna have to take it out of the oven i'm gonna i'd rather just sit here and wallow and watch tv and you just look at Justy, you go, shall I, shall I, shall I, shall I? Um, so that one's difficult. Foam rolling is very difficult. Like recovery, yeah. Uh, but I think recovery uh, for most people. It is, we were talking about this, I think, before we pressed record. I think it was. It might have been when it might, I might listen back and when I'm editing go, I've already said that. But I do find when you do it, it makes a big difference. But there's so many people that don't do it now i'm i'm as the intermittent and it tends to help me when i do do it i'm just lazy when it comes to like recovery sessions and and foam rolling and and gunning last time around i was like yeah i'm gonna do my strength conditioning it's really easy because i can do it at home and then my daughter goes to sleep and i just sit there and watch tv and i'm like (laughs) i'm like this is my recovery this is fantastic um and even though my physio was like, you must be doing this, you've got to do that, because I had um, I had an ITB issue. So I've learned the hard way. Uh so yeah, I will do I will do my 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 recovery and I'll do it not every night, but two, three times a week. I'll just foam roll and massage gun, particularly after the, the heavier sessions. I tell you, there's there's a guy. I've actually seen him. I've got Insta Insta open on one of my monitors, and there's a guy. He has a great. He has has a great reel on. He he says he doesn't do recovery, but I think he does. He's a bit of a beast of a looking guy. You might have seen him. Uh, but Omar runs Napa is 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 his handle. Omar uh, point runs point Napa, and he has his great. He has his great real where it's like him walking past his massage his massage gun on his roller every day for seven days a week i think he uses it but at the same time we're all like that we we don't we don't use it as much as we could but yeah it is really beneficial when you do use it ah oh, absolutely if you, you feel better um you know it's not going to cure you you're not going to wake up the next day and think i feel fantastic but you'll feel better than what you did 
Um, so that's my whole reason why I do it, and I know it's it's working so far. So if it ain't if it's if it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. What we will say though, um, we'll caveat this: if you don't do recovery at the moment, and it's something you're looking at, and it was something that one of the one of the world's strongmen, he he's he lives in the town along from me, and he said this on one of their YouTube videos. If you're going to do it, it does have its benefits, but don't do it straight after the exercise that you've just done because you're, you're actually getting no benefit from it then. You're, you've, you've worked your muscles, your muscles are torn because you're, you've, had, you've been at running or you've done a strength and conditioning and they need time to repair a little bit. So give it a little, give it half a day, give it some, give a few hours before you, you use the hammer gun on it over, over using it anyway because you're not going to do yourself any, any favours there. No, I'll never do it straight away. I won't get home and go, right, where's the roller? Yeah, yeah, I'm you're just going to hurt I, yourself. I, I get home and just I'm say, pop a pod in the coffee machine, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I love my coffee machines, Steve. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Keep your energy levels up. If you're that up at that time in the morning and, and you're on the go all the time, you need to keep your caffeine your caffeine levels up, your energy levels. Some days you've got to pop a, a, a strength 11 espresso <laughs> Straight down the hatchet, you're done. Happy days. No, I love it. Absolutely love it. And then pop into the local supermarket up the road and eat about 4,000 croissants. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. <laughs> I think I think that probably two, the two good things to, to, to find more difficult anyway is, is actually it is still recovery. And it is, it is I certainly know what you mean when you say uh, nutrition because it is difficult. The more you're exercising, you need more uh, fuel in your tank. But at the same time, in your head, you're going, I don't need to eat anymore. Um, I'm eating enough. But you kind of sometimes do need to get a, 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 a bread or a bit of toast with peanut butter on it just to give you that that little extra boost that you're you're needing. You are needing because you're working it. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I don't even make it to the bread. I just get a spoon. I mean, you know, I have a jar like an absolute ramen. <laughs> well, you're not getting a spoon, are you? Just getting your fingers, aren't you? Just scooping it up with two fingers. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> some of that. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy I'm the only one that eats peanut butter in this house. <laughs> We're quite far on already in, in this episode. So, what we'll do yes. is we will touch on your first marathon and then we'll revisit if not in the third episode maybe in the fourth we'll maybe look at something another topic which we'll announce um later in the time so episode three as we say is going to be around about or on the 24th it's going to be on the 24th i keep saying around about we might not continue this discussion on on my marathon experience but to to kind of to cap this this episode off we're going to move on to how your first marathon went. And I want you to be as honest as, 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 as you feel comfortable with from <clears throat> how the morning went, or even maybe the night before, how, how it all panned out. Because I know from looking at your, your stories and uh, from, from looking at uh, the reels, it didn't go necessarily to the original plan that you had. But nothing ever does. We just have to. It's how you work with the situation as it's there. So, do you want to, do you want to run us through your first marathon experience? And as I say, just be give us as much or as little detail as you as you want to give us. Yeah. Um. So I'll give as much detail, mate. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not embarrassed by any of it. It's, no. It shapes us. It's what we are. Um. So 
I think the realization of what I was about to do hit me hard at the expo. So when I turned up, collected my race number, that's when it hit me. I was like, you are going to run the London Marathon. I know you've been training for 16 weeks. Well, by that point, 15 and a half, because you, you go up there, I think they start, they open up collections on the Wednesday before the marathon itself. So 15 and a half weeks running. It's only that point, it hit me hard. And I stood there and I didn't freeze in the queues. I was like, oh my God, it's happening. It always seems so far away when you sign up to it. And then the weeks just go, 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 go. Just rattle off one by one by one by one by one. Um, fast forward to the day, uh, the, the the night before, I was very, very calm. I, I slept very well. I had the mindset of I can't do any more than what I've done. So there's no point losing. I've always been able to do that, just to switch off. You know, I've done as much studying as I can. I can't cram no more in. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Um, the day itself, uh, <laughs> a funny story. And it's not funny. Looking back at it, I was stupid. So London Marathon, they allow you, and I'm surprised they still allow it to happen because of COVID and they don't allow you to do it anymore. But you, if you're taking part in the event, you travel on the Transport for, Network, Transport for London network for free. Okay, so your, your, your train there or buses or DLRs or whatever you're going to get, are all free. You show your medal on the way back, you're straight through. So I got to I got to the station. There's about five or six of us. Didn't know any of them. There was no one there at the barriers. Even though I was told there'll be people at the barriers, do not swipe your card, do not pay for your travel. And I thought, our principal, I'm not paying. <laughs> <laughs> so I went I went into my 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 sort of teen days, and I just thought, I'm just going to jump over the barrier, mate. So I jumped over the barrier. And I landed very awkwardly on my right foot. <laughs> right? And I had the instant moment thought of, oh, sh- what have I just done? Thankfully, it was nothing. Walked it off. Happy days. Got to a DLR. Um, Dockland's Light Railway, for those that are not from London. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you have to um, remember, I hope the, the, the looking at the statistics, some of our listeners are in the States. Yes, uh, really. I've not seen the statistics. I've not seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not shown me yet. So, uh, yeah, it's a bit like the, uh, the 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 metro, the monorail, shall we say, of, of Disney. It's uh, but not as glamorous, and <laughs> it's, the, the, and the sights onto the Docklands are horrendous. Anyway, I'm not. You know, London's beautiful. Come over. No, <laughs> but what we're talking about is, um, so yeah, it was it's supposed to be free travel, and I've jumped over, carried on. And then I have met a few runners on the on the train, having a little chat with them. And I just followed anyone that had a red race number. So we're going to the red starting point up at Blackheath, um, having a chat with some of those. I still talk to them now. I've met people on the day that I'd never met before, never spoken to before. And I still talk to them now, some really great people. Uh, one of them is called Steve. So obviously I'm going to like him. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> a Steve thing going on here. Um so get to the starting point. Uh, you go for about you you go to the port of lose about four thousand times. We don't need to um, just to make sure you're okay. And I remember standing there at the starting line. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, good luck everyone, and not a soul replied. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was like, you've had me right up here. You've had me right up. Pull me pants right down, a lot of you. Right. I hope you miss the water stations. I'm joking. Don't miss the water stations. Get your water. But they had me right up. No one. There's like in the zone. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, don't talk to me, mate. We're in a red start. All right, sunshine. Don't talk. Don't talk. We're gone. Right. Cool. Um, I was, mate, I was running about. I was high-fiving the kids. We have, oh. I've got to get to 17 miles in. <laughs> I was like, my hip hurts. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a. But a bit, the, the full process I went through my head, though, all jokes aside, was like Mickey Flanagan. And I was on the course, and you've got to finish the course. So there's no way I'm not stopping. I didn't stop once. I moved at some, I moved in some capacity all the way through. I didn't stop because it would have been much more difficult to stop and then start walking and back into running again. And I thought, well, you're at. You might as well go out at. So I tried running through this pain and yeah, the flare up was disgusting. I, I tried searching why, why did it flare up? It didn't do this through training. It was that denial. <clears throat> and when I saw the time was slipping away, I thought, you know what? It is what it is. The time, I don't care about the time because at the end of this, when I get to the end, when I go down the mile and it says 400 meters to go and I cross that line and, the, and the, the, the amazing volunteers that make it all possible, give you the medal it's my first marathon. So A, distance is a PB. B, time is a PB. You're guaranteed a PB just by starting the line and crossing the line. End of story. doesn't matter what happens in between. It doesn't go how you want it to go. My only bit of advice to anyone doing the marathon for the first time is just enjoy it. I wish I'd said, you know what, I'm going to enjoy it. The time's going to be the time. Don't put pressure on yourself for a time. Because once you put it out there, it's all, Instagram's all good for accountability. If you put a time goal out there and you don't get it, you feel, oh, it's a bit of a silly boy then, you know? Um, yeah, but then, uh, in reality, a lot, it, anyone that's, uh, that, that's got a sense of decency wouldn't have brought you up on if you said you were going to do a sub four no, and no you didn't did. do a no sub one four. No, no one would have done no. anyway. Uh, but you're you're right. It's 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 at that point, you've really just got to get to the finish line. And enjoy enjoy the rest of the run absolutely and you know it was it was round mile 17 i think i got through to about 19 and i thought this is intense and it was everyone you know the and also the biggest bit of advice is get your name across your vest because the people that were just shouting your name to will you on to push you through help me get through and i think i got to mile 25 i knew my brother was there my sister-in-law was there my wife was there and i just when i saw them shouting for me it just i just felt like i was just gonna lose all composure and just let all these feelings out it was insane they're people i see every day or every now and again because my brother moved away to somewhere else but you it's people you see all the time and you talk to all the time but in that setting in that situation, that meant more than any other time because they're there cheering you on and you've you've gone 25 miles. You're at a death mile. 25 miles is a death mile. Absolutely. You're so close to the end, but it feels like it's another 10 miles away. Um, so, yeah, it's it was insane. And afterwards, trying to find anyone in that area is, is, is like finding a needle in a haystack. The meeting points feel like a million miles away and i just plonked myself next to a portaloo just in a in a collapsed heap drinking coca-cola 
um, because it was what brought me back to life. So it didn't go how I wanted it to go, but it shaped the way the next one's going to go. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think at the time when when you finished a marathon, and I think my my two comparisons, although they have their similarities, they are polar opposites. But I know exactly how you feel when you when you right at the end of your first marathon, you've gone through that torment of you've hit you've not necessarily hit a wall but you've you've had an obstacle to overcome and you've had a long way to come from the 17th mile to the end and you think sod this i'm sitting my backside down and anyone anyone who wants to find me can find me you, and you always have me. a little bit of a sulk as much as you're really happy that you've done you have a little bit of a sulk you think, i'm never doing this again give it five minutes later your your attitude is completely changed you're like Right. When can I sign up again? Where am I going next? Absolutely. I think uh, halfway through training last year, because it was so hot, so, so hot, the training was horrendous. And I've much preferred winter training over any other training. I much prefer it. I've got more time. The temperatures are easier to deal with. Um, and I got through halfway through last time and go, I am not doing this again. I'm going to see this one through, but it's not happening again. Um, and when I signed up to it, someone said, I thought you weren't doing it again. I went, you you didn't see it, man. And I was like, you weren't out there, man. You, you didn't see yeah, it. <laughs> you see a lot of things in the heat of the moment, especially when you finish your first marathon. But you're right. I, I have a half marathon coming up when it just as I come back from holiday, I've got a half marathon. And I you, it's always the same time every year. And it's it's a winter training block. Apart from the potential of ice that everyone's had and you always i think anyone that's running a london marathon in a standard time slot like it's back in has ice potential to deal with but it is a much nicer time of the year to be training because yes the air temperatures might be lower but your body temperatures are rising quite quick and it's nice to have that that medium level of you're not too hot and you're not too cold by the end of it Absolutely. And rule number one, I'm always in shorts. Doesn't matter how cold it is outside. The shorts are on. Shorts and vest. That's that's the one. No, <laughs> you actually, you put something up about that. I will always wear shorts, but even even I sometimes don't wear the vest. I'll, I will wear a T-shirt. No, no. I'll wear a T-shirt and like an, a long-sleeve Asics top if yeah, I'm underneath. not yeah. doing too much of a workout in there. But because I, I tell you, my hands will go freezing cold, but my legs will be just absolutely roasting. I, I, for what you said, though, from that first marathon, I knew I knew a lot of that anyway because we've had discussions in the past. But I can it's it's a very similar it's a very similar story to how my first marathon went. And if there's there's one thing you're already you're already going to know this because you're already well on your way with your training, you're in a much better place. Uh, with having the understanding of how the first marathon's gone. But if there's anything I can say to you is the second marathon should, I'm not saying it will, but should feel so much more natural. And although you won't necessarily be taking in the full atmosphere, you'll still have more time to take it in because it'll be more autopilot. Yeah, so you know what to expect. I think they always there's a what I what I read when I when I first started running thinking I'm gonna go do a half marathon. Online, it says, well, if you can do a 10K, you can do a half. And it says, if you can do a half, 
you can do a marathon. I was like, where is the middle ground here? <laughs> You've just doubled it up, double doubled. Um, do, do we think the national don't... services have been re reading those articles? If you can fix a bike, you can fix a car. If you can fix a car, yeah. you can fix yeah. a Harrier jump jet. If you can run a 5K, you can run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's insane. And listen, I, I love the marathon. I love it. It takes you on a journey that you don't get. I know obviously there'll be people out there that run ultras and use are like absolute gods. Uh, I I can't be pitch myself doing an ultra at any point in my future. I've got no ambition for it. I'm no going to stop you it. there, Steve, because when you finished your second marathon, it's there. That that that's the next step. That idea no, has already no. been planted. It's, never say step. never. I, I would always say never say never, but I am saying never. If anyone ever hears me say, I think I might do an ultra, feel free just to digitally <laughs> slap me because it's not happening. It's not well, happening. I'll, I'll put it this way: if you if you if you do, because well, I'm gonna, I, I know for I know for certain. Um, when we're getting away from, we, I think we've covered the marathon ever. Um, <laughs> Tangents I, with doing the Loch Ness Twenty Four. And uh, I have to give the shout out to to the media team for Loch Ness Twenty Four. I didn't tell them about that initial episode, the the um, bonus episode before episode one came out. And there's been a few people asking through the 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 the, the, the Loch Ness Twenty Four network, what's it like? So I shared my the the, the podcast with them, and they've tagged Loch Ness Twenty Four, and they actually hadn't heard it. So they're they're now sharing it because they've listened to it and gone, it's it's my personal review of the event, but I would like to think that it's actually a really positive review of it. They're loving it, they're sharing it. But to cut a long story short, that's an ultra event. Although it's not marketed as an ultra event, it is an ultra mm. event. Yeah, I I have no ambition for ultra. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? It's funny because, like I said, the marathon is will teach you more about yourself and your mental resilience and your physicality than 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 any other distance before it. But half marathon will always be my favourite event, my favourite distance to run. Will always be my favourite one because I feel like I can I can warm into it, but then I know I've got a window where I can just go. Right, I'm not going to you know, hell for leather, but I can run at a faster pace across some miles, knowing that when I get to a sort of cool down area, I'm basically nearly end. It's a bit more difficult to work out a race strategy for a marathon. I've found. Yeah, the I would agree. Fifteen kilometers to half marathon is where my mindset is now based, and for having struggled with five k's and ten k's in the past, to to be on that. 15k run to half marathon distance it is crazy to think that that's your optimum level but you're right it's until you've done a marathon and especially if it's a marathon even even a marathon you've never done if you don't know the distance or you don't know that you get to a certain landmark and you go i'm nearly there i'm almost at the end it's such a a hard a hard thing to do it's it's a hard thing to do anyway but yeah yeah, and you know what as well? If we could all just start training miles, that'd be fantastic. Because <laughs> one, one of the things, one of the things that 
really gives you that little bit of, oh, I've passed another mile. And you realise you haven't because the person next to you is running kilometres and they're watching people and going, kilometre over. And you're like, oh, it's a mile. Go, hang on, that. Oh, you're, you're kilometres. Well, I will touch on this in, in, in my review of my first marathon. But there was there was a section, and this is a, this is a, a tease now, um, uh, of what I'll be going, of one of the things I'll be going over. But I did get running uh, along this couple, beside this couple, and they were Americans. And uh, all these watches were beeping. They're going, that's not us. We're running in kilometers. And the woman goes, oh, why, is, why are some people in miles and some people in kilometers? Can we not all just be in kilometers? And I went, yeah, but if you're in miles, you're in the UK. We run, we, we usually but measure things in miles. Uh, but if you're running in miles, it's a shorter distance. And she goes, yeah, there is that. I says, yeah, but also on your side, you're running kilometers, you're running faster sections, aren't you? You're hearing a beat more often. It gives you that little boost. Absolutely. And I had that exact conversation at Park Run a couple of weeks ago. Two of us done miles, two of us were in kilometers. And I said, my mindset is if I've run six miles, it will say I've got 20 miles to go 20.2 miles to go if i run in kilometers and i've run 10 <laughs> i've still got 32 to go <laughs> what do you mean i've got 32 no chuck these kilometers in the bin mate it's miles oh, but that's, they that... do they do tick over the kilometers quicker they hear more beeps on their watch yeah, so exactly. it's, just, it's just what helps you out mentally for me is i've got less my less miles less distance in numbers the same distance we're doing but the watch has a lower number and for me that mentally helps me out more than saying i've got 42.195 to go i'll leave that for we'll leave that for listeners as, as yes. a good as a good way to, to kind of almost give it a natural ending to this episode anyone listening get in the comments tell us if you're club club kilometers or club miles and we'll see i because i know there's a good balance of people that use one oh, I, or the other i know somebody uses both which blows my mind right they are they, they just love chaos <laughs> they just love chaos i mean i put a story up uh, uh, i think a couple of weeks ago saying are you miles or are you kilometers and i think i got about 50 to 60 people voted and it was 50 50 yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah, you lot are useless exactly it's gonna <laughs> It's, it's it's like marmite it's the marmite question <laughs> but no that's been that's been really good insight into into your training and your marathon and we could we, we could literally talk about it all night um but we're obviously conscious of time and um and mr steve's here this is his his his, his life balance there of He's got his daughter to go and uh, fish out of a bath, I think. So <laughs> she's, not, she's, not, she's not made it to the bath yet. <laughs> oh, she's not made it to the bath. Oh God! We'll, we'll, we'll call it. We're going to call it there. And we've mentioned it a couple of times in the episode. But yeah, episode three will be out on the twenty fourth of February. What we'll be covering, we'll cover that in 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 the socials. It will likely be just for without having to brainstorm too much. It will likely be. How my marathons went my my marathon one and my marathon two because that will take up quite a quite an amount of time uh, and then a kind of forward looking crystal ball into my my next marathon i signed up for which is amsterdam in october and now the 15th of october but i might have a marathon before that watch this space so uh yeah i think that's been that's been a really good chat and i think it's 
it's been a little bit less chaotic than episode one. Um, the tangents weren't so so vast, but they're still great. I, I love the tangents because it gives us more topics to talk about and is more fluid. Yeah, I, I feel so as well. I feel like it, it, it leaves, you know, a, a natural conversation rather than thinking you've got to ask a certain question and get a certain answer. You know, just let it all out uh, and happy days. Right. So how am I going to end this? I would still, we'd still have a natural a natural ending to this, but I'll look back. But that, that, that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's what we can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if it's the same as anything, let us know how you got on with episode two, episode one, how, what your your thoughts were. But yeah, let us know how you felt this episode went. Uh, we want to learn. We want honest opinions. We want constructive criticism. We want to build a podcast that you guys want to listen to. So I think that's probably a good way of ending it is let us know what you think. And hopefully you can tune in on the 24th to see how my marathons went. Yes, very. You've kept it pretty, pretty perfectly. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I've appreciated the uh, the tags, and I've had a, a fair a fair few new followers that's come off the back of this. So, if you have followed me, thank you. I hope that you don't find my page too too tedious. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh, unedited, and if it's if the run's been rubbish, I'm going to tell you it's been rubbish. So, but I think we need to see that out there. It's not everything goes to plan um but it's just being honest with what you're doing because it can get overwhelming for people saying well, why is their runs going perfectly every time and 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 mine aren't so it's it is real we get through real stuff we talk about real stuff happy days yeah i i think i think that's us until happy next time guys though hope you enjoy your runs hope your training's going well just stay as healthy as you can stay happy stay motivated and share the love Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>